back. Tombstone Minute, your podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, by Joe. Hello, everybody. We're recording on a holiday, sir. We are. That's how much we care. Happy belated Memorial Day to you and yours. We release episodes on Memorial Day, and we also record episodes on Memorial Day. Yeah, your father we, served. We It's true. We deliver content. Um, minute 81, Joe. Um, in this minute, Johnny Ringo ends his fit, and Behan begins his. <laughs> his yeah, he has a really sad fit. Like, uh, I paused at like the moment where he walks up to her and she turns away and continues reading her book it's mm-hmm. just like well, i've been there we've <laughs> well, all been there haven't we hi guys okay yeah huh? um let's start with johnny ringo joe he is having emotional concerns um he okay here's my <clears throat> here's my opinion i wish they didn't have this part <laughs> Like, we already saw how he was drunk and had a problem, and then in the minute before, Curly Bill was like, you know, it's all right, he's just drunk. Like, that's it. We don't need any more Johnny Ringo going crazy. It does answer a question we had uh, many episodes ago, it seems like three years ago, about who is the second in command. Yes. We do learn that it is... Johnny Ringo. We learn it's Johnny Ringo. So, Johnny Ringo has his fit. And he says, I want him spitting blood. <laughs> really into blood, Johnny he already, Ringo. He already is spitting blood all the time. Well, no, the, he wants them spitting blood. Yeah, I but like he, Doc Holliday always all oh, constantly spitting blood. That's true. And then Curly Bill tells him, you know, easy, man. Now's not the time. Um, and then he mentions about like, you know, he's even he's worried what happens once Ringo runs his outfit. Now, Joe, I have in front of me. Thanks to our uh, our fan of the show, friend of the show, Rob, the uh, Tombstone novel based upon the screenplay. And there's a little more here um, that I'm glad they didn't have. Um, so Curly Bill says, you know, I tell you what, boys, now I'm worried what will happen when Ringo runs his outfit. Lord have mercy. Okay. And then Ringo is clawing at the air. And he what? said, there is no God. There is no devil. I hate the whole damn world. I want to die. <laughs> Just totally <laughs> brings his guitar to parties, broods in the corner. That's Johnny um, Ringo. So then Curly Bill says, easy, son. Easy, Ringo. You just need to get your feet back under you. That's all. Got to be patient. You understand? And then Ringo said, slurring his words, I don't want to be patient. <laughs> like, in in this what I'm reading, Ringo is about a seven-year-old child that was only allowed to have one toy from the store, not two. <laughs> He's more like a like a brooding sixteen-year-old. That's I true, because a seven-year-old wouldn't say there is no God, there is no devil. I hate <laughs> I the whole die. damn world. <laughs> um, and then Curly Bill tells him like it'll happen soon, I promise you. And then, um, Ringo drops his voice to a whisper and says, "You mean it." <laughs> What? <laughs> and then Curly Bill says, yeah, I mean it. They'll never know what hit them. One at a time. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no way the Earps could possibly foresee the Cowboys being mad at them. And then no way. <laughs> and then he calms Ringo down, um, and then uh, Ringo says he needs a drink. But let's not go into the saloon where that son of referring <laughs> to Doc Holliday. Um, language. Uh, yeah, this is a family oh. podcast. Now I'm gonna have to censor myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. Okay, please. So, can it be a duck quacking? <laughs> I only have the one. List, sound. The listeners already know what it is, so I guess we'll find out if my wishes were met. I only have one sound in the sound bank. Um, so as I was saying, like I think even in this movie that the the sequence does not need to be here. It's completely um, pointless, but it's hilarious that he falls into a bunch of coffins. Yeah. Um. He he does fall into some coffins. I think that might be foreshadowing. <laughs> I also wonder where Curly Bill gets off criticizing him. Like, what, 20 minutes ago in this movie, he killed an old man in the street on an opium bender? After yeah, but that wasn't his fault. firing about 30 shots randomly into the street, windows, the air. And now he's saying Johnny Ringo's unstable? Well, he does sort of he does say even I'm worried, right? Yes, so he's but I, he, I, I, there's no evidence. I I don't know. Curly Bill, glass houses, buddy. So Curly Bill's the leader. We know this now, and Johnny Ringo is next up. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think is who do you, so? Let's say like, if this is a club, um. Curly Bill's the president, and Johnny Ringo's the vice president. Um, who do you think is the uh, the secretary? Who do you think is the third in command of this? The of secretary this? is probably the weird mustache guy. Florentino? Yes. <laughs> you love Florentino. Because he is my favorite character. Because he's uh, a man of letters. Okay. Okay. He's the, the one. Tr- he's the one who takes all the notes when they have their agendas. When they have to like have their little. <laughs> and then the treasurer is Ike. Uh no, he's he doesn't know how to count. I think it was Billy, and now they oh, need Billy. a new treasurer. Yeah. Well, Billy's still part of the. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not really part of the Cowboys officially. He turned in his sash for a. Uh, for a star. Um, oh, I meant. I'm sorry. I meant the like Ike's brother. Oh, the dead one. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I was thinking Billy Breckenridge would be a good, good treasurer. <laughs> well, he does have glasses, so there's yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ringo knocks on the coffins, and then let's let's take a minute here to talk about how great Doc Holliday is, because. <laughs> He like walks back to like the deck of that barber shop, and he does that like I think he says barber proceeds, sir, and then he does that stretch where he stretches his arms really far out, mm-hmm. and then like kind of with a lot of style sits back down at that table or at the chair. I, I love it, like, man. I would like to have a porch barber. Yeah, I've never gotten my hair cut outside at a barber. I think, uh, well, in our climate, that maybe isn't really very realistic. But, like, you should have a barber, like, a, a barber shop that has, like, big overhead doors that can open. So you're, like, yeah. feels like you're outside in the summer. That's, that's a great idea. And then when they're, 
And then when they're done cutting your hair, they just blow all the hair outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, ha- it can't be within a half mile of a restaurant. <laughs> just the sidewalk is just covered with, like, a bunch of hair. Yeah. I, I, as usual. I mean, people, just you can use our ideas. Go for it. Yeah. We've got about, I'd say we're good for $1 million idea a week. Oh, at, at least. Um, too bad this podcast wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a negative dollar uh, yeah. idea. Um, do you hear in the background? Yes, I, I was clip- hoping you'd bring it up. Okay. You hear someone in the background right before Doc sits down. What does he yell, Joe? Do you hear it? Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> I think it says, let's get woolly. Oh, I think he says, let's go get sauced. Oh, they yell that too, but that's what oh. he, they yell second. Uh, before that, it's go, let's get woolly, boys. I think he says. And then they scream, yeah, let's get some sauced. And then another, like, we're going to get willied or woolly or something. I I put on I, my uh, blow up or blow out uh, <laughs> headphones on to try to really break this down. And uh, the two words have very different meanings. So I thought it was you possible. can pull it, boy. You can pull it, boy. No. You could pull it, boy. What the? What does that even mean? Well, what does get woolied mean? Well, I looked it up. Oh, okay. So there's a term. I would have. It's a a British term, and it's pronounced W E L L I E D. Okay. And uh, it might be pronounced woolied or it might be wellied. I would imagine wellied sounds stupid, so I hope it's woolied, and that just means to get drunk. It's a slang term for getting drunk. Well. And then there's woolly, which I know from rap songs, <laughs> is a joint that mixes heroin and weed. Okay. I hope that they're gonna get woolly. <laughs> I think I think you're I think whatever you heard was what I heard because I heard you can pull it, boy, and I just googled it, and I got a lot of um, results here about foreskin care. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. One, two, three, four, five. I'm Googling, you can pull it, boy. <laughs> you can pull it, boy. Five of the six results I got were um were about foreskin care. <laughs> well, so- <laughs> what, what, let's let's dig into this. What do they say? Is it possible that Curly Bill is going to give a demo on hi- on penile hygiene? <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Ringo has a problem with it, and they're like, "No, let me show you again." <laughs> he's not actually way. drunk. He's just has such a bad infection that he's his brain is boiling. <laughs> I would that would make more sense. Uh, I you like, can Johnny's pull it, acting boy. nuts. I don't smell any booze on him. Oh, his his penis is infected again. <laughs> he that boy. He just won't pull it. He, that's why. <laughs> that's why Curly Bill's like even I'm worried when he's in charge. Yeah, he he needs to skin that smoke wagon <laughs> big time. Oh my god, <sighs> we've learned so much. How I mean, I would imagine circumcision was significantly less common back then. I would assume. 
yeah. When did that become in in vogue for, you know, outside of, you know, like the, um, like the Judaic tradition, tradition, like um, just normies. Everyone was just getting, (laughs) getting getting circumcised. Now here in the states, it's like kind of like almost everybody does. Uh, It's actually dependent on region. Um, Different regions here in the the Midwest, everybody does. In the Midwest, it's much more common, but apparently in the in the coasts, it's it's less common. Oh. Um, I don't know, Joe, and I do not want to look it up. <laughs> That's my answer. Well, if there are any uh, <laughs> circumcision experts out there, uh, hit us up on at Tombstone Minute on Twitter, and if you have any tricks yeah, for how to, to pull it, out. boy, any special tricks for efficient cleaning. <laughs> Of the is it the perineum? Yep. Is that what's underneath the? I don't. I don't understand how any. I don't know anything about bodies. Did they have health class in your hometown? They did. <laughs> did um, you spend most of it just giggling and not paying attention? I was. I think I spent most of it terrified. Really, <laughs> I do know, and I don't know if this is normal or abnormal. Because sometimes the things that we did and growing up, I'd mention to people, and they're like, "Well, that's weird." Um. <laughs> Okay. I, I do know, like, in, like, sixth grade, they just, like, all at once separated the the school by boys and girls. And then we each... All at once. Different... They just sounded an alarm. Yeah, we had just to scramble ra- to opposite sides of the gym. <laughs> no, it was, like, in different buildings, like, different rooms. We went in different auditoriums and heard different things. <laughs> you heard... That's disturbingly vague. You I know heard different things. Well, I don't know what they learned about. <laughs> well, it might have been the same thing. Then why not just do it at the same time? Because uh, it'll get the kids so riled up, they'll start making out. <laughs> Learning about deodorant <laughs> and the menstrual cycle. <laughs> you know, that reminds me. Is like, there a one band my... name, The Menstrual Cycle? That would be a good band name. <laughs> and like, <laughs> God. Like their fans are just called Cycleheads. Yeah, and they only they only play once a month. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the movie. Joe, yeah. do you have anything else to say about circumcision <laughs> or the menstrual cycle? Just a quick, just health class note. Did you have to watch a, vi- a birthing video? Um, I've seen two birthing videos in my life. One was in health class. In like six, it, okay. Now we're back on this. I don't know why I need to watch a birth video when I'm in sixth grade. I'll be honest. I think it's to keep you from having sex. Yeah, that was the problem for me. <laughs> yeah, you were all, all these girls were talking to you, and then you're like, oh, that's what happens. Yeah, birthing video. No way. Um, I don't know. The other time I saw it was, you know, when my wife and I went through, you know pregnancy classes or whatever they're called that makes sense that's like yeah let's find out about this um yeah but i I didn't need to see that in sixth grade i don't know if you're not going to be in the same room as her what's why do you even oh yeah that's what the doctors did too we just split rooms (laughs) you go and him and i just watched tombstone (laughs) (laughs) and then when they yelled you're gonna pull it boy the the doctor pulled you aside he's like you know what that means right about the foreskin um so then we move on to behan and josephine 
Yes. That's going to sound like you cut something out of it because I went transition so fast. I, it's fine. I was just seeing if in the in the book it says you can pull it, boy, anywhere. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it does not. You can't pull it anywhere. That I can tell you. <laughs> There's special places that you should go for that. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's talk about Josephine. Well, she um, doesn't want to talk right now. She's busy. <laughs> she absolutely does not want to talk. Uh, so yeah, Behan comes in there. I here's a here's a, a relationship advice tip for Jim Behan. Never start a conversation with your significant other with "Listen to me, I need to speak with you." Why? Usually won't go He's just great. Being clear. Yeah, <laughs> lots of clarity. Um, in the script, she does say more, and here she just says, "Not now, I'm busy." Um. Isn't it incredible the opulence of that room that she's in? In that, in that, in that, where she's living at? Yeah, it's crazy. All like the the furniture. There's like a pile of like eight thousand apples in the middle of a table. So I think it's at the Grand Hotel. Yeah, and that's a nice hotel. Yeah, it's grand, you might say. Mm. Um. So we really can't jump too far into, um what happens this minute because you know the rest of yeah, this happens really, he like says half a sentence so um i will just i want to just give you something to think about over the night and our listeners can think about this what do you think she is reading oh uh, mm-hmm. i wonder if i can figure it out um okay so i'll guess first and then i'll get my i'll go into the lab and see if i can okay zoom in enough to find it uh what is she reading See. You can we can save it till tomorrow too. This was what what, what year was this set in again? Like eighteen eighty two. Um, I'm going to guess that she's reading Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Oh, mm. so she's, you know, she's a strong, independent woman, and she's like, I want to read this book by this female author as well. Yeah. Um, you know how that? I think I uh, I don't know if this is true. But I, in my head, it's true that she had like uh, Mary Shelley had like a bunch of friends who were writers, and they had a contest that you could write the best book over the weekend, and that's what she wrote, like over like a summer or something, and she wrote that, and like, oh, that's that's way better than anything we wrote. <laughs> Let's get that published. That reminds me of do we? Uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I I I studied that book in a class in college. I don't remember that being mentioned. That certainly doesn't mean that it didn't happen, though. That's a cool well, story. I, I learned that true. in high school, so it probably did happen. Um, did you have to go to a separate room to learn yeah. about it? <laughs> Do you have anything else on this minute? Nah. Um, I just want to let our listeners know about something, Joe. We have a survey that we've put up there for people to give us their feedback on our podcast and um it does not take long to answer the survey but we'd love to hear your feedback you can go to tombstone I, I, let me enter i'm not going to look at any of the feedback no joe's not going to show i don't no. i really don't care but rob is very curious so make rob happy and take the survey yep i am curious tombstone um <laughs> i so <laughs> i'm curious western <laughs> so no one's gonna, gonna get that except no. <laughs> like duff uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't sell our fans short. Someone might, might be into it. Um, so you can go to tombstoneminute.com/survey, fill it out. It's anonymous, and 
And I think why would anyone be worried about it being anonymous? Well, you know, if they want to really light into us, they can. We're not going to track them down. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and why would they be mean? Well, Joe, I've I've read the responses. You have not. <laughs> oh man, why um, are they still listening and know that there's a survey if they don't like it? Relax. Um, we're gonna keep this survey up forever, just so that if people listen to this, like two years from now, I want them to be able to go here. This Do link you get will a still notification be up. every time someone answers. Like, how are you gonna know? I just look at it. <sighs> okay. Listen, I'm in control of this. Um, that's. Tombstone. I don't even know if I've said the URL yet. TombstoneMinute.com slash survey. And uh, what we're going to do, I think, or I'm going to do, is I'm going to read some of the uh, the freehand parts that I uh, that I want to read that Joe has not heard yet. Uh, as we get later in in the in the week. Um, Why are you saying it that way? What do you mean? <laughs> Why are you saying it that way? Well, like, I know you haven't read it. I know, but you're, there's a. A, a sinister tone in your voice. No, it's it's great feedback, Joe. <laughs> oh no! And it's not none of it. Listen, people are people like you much more than me on this. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me. Uh, here's a. Can I make a quick confession before we go? Sure. So w- they teach like in my when I went back to school to get my teaching certification. They talked talked about how important it is to get feedback from your students and from parents. And like how mm-hmm. you, helpful it is to like just do quick surveys at the end of lessons or units or whatever, where kids can say what they liked, what could be better. And I I remember being t- taught that and being like, yes, that sounds extremely reasonable. So then my first semester teaching or when I was student teaching, I I handed out a survey, and then I looked at a pile. I don't know how many. There's probably like, I think there's like forty kids in that class. And there's forty sheets of paper there, and I looked at them. I was like, I I can't read these. <laughs> did you ever read them no i just i just i just i lied to them i was like hey thanks so much for your feedback guys the next time the class met but i know i was too afraid to look at them so guys this is why you should fill out our survey because joe doesn't have a choice <laughs> i'm gonna read them i've done here. it since then and been able to look at it and it's fine you know but like that because I, I mean i was a student teacher i was all i was awful i mean i'm who knows i'll let others judge how good i am now but Oh my God! <laughs> um, do you have anything else on minute eighty-one, Joe? No, I'm excited about minute eighty-two, though. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Tombstoneminute.com, Tombstoneminute on Facebook, Twitter, Tombstoneminute.com/survey, and uh, yeah, we'll be back.